sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Nora Lewis, also known as Nora Natish, and this is the first episode of the V Report. I am so blessed and humbled to be talking to the one only Mr. Jeremiah Spicer today. He's an XFL prospect, and you got to tell us a little bit about his life. How are you today, Jeremiah? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hanging in there, taking it one day at a time. That's great. I understand. Each and every day. Yeah. (laughs) What made you want to play football? Um... What made me want to play, uh, just, just looked at, like, family, you know, always been, uh, you know, always wanted to be, I wanted my family always to be, like, you know, I always wanted to try to get my family right, and, and as soon as I seen football, it just reminded me of family, and, you know, so, always wanted to play, and then when I actually played it, I actually seen it was about family, so, I actually kind of, like, stuck with it, like, I played, I played, like, a lot of sports, too, like, uh, okay. um, I wrestled, um, I ran track, I ran 100 meters, 200 meters, I played basketball, um, you know, um, but football is where I stuck with, you know, so it's pretty like, it's pretty, it's pretty much just, you know, the family, the family view of it that really like, uh, embraced me and, you know, wouldn't put your, uh, you know, go out there for your brother or whatever, you know, you know, it's pretty much like that. It's pretty much based around family and, and make it, and then taking me away from the pain, um, you know, outside of football, you know, when I'm playing mm-hmm. football, I'm not really, um, thinking about my pain and all my stuff that I've been through in life. It's actually like my getaway. You know, so that's how that's kind of like how I got stuck with it. So it was like your escape from everything. Yeah, yeah, it's my it's pretty much my escape from everything. That's why, like, when I'm not playing football, I'm training kids, I'm doing stuff that's like you know, stuff that's gonna make me happy and keep my mind off of all the stuff. Gotcha. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the obstacles you faced that got you to where you are today? Uh, yeah, just adversity got me to where I've been at. Um, you know, I grew up downtown LA with my mom. On Skate Row, and um, you know, I got taken away from my mom down there and placed my grandmother, and uh, you know, put in foster homes, group homes. I went to eight different high schools, two colleges. I slept at a lot of people's houses and cars and uh, abandoned apartments, um, you know, and trampolines and just different places, you know, unstable. And, uh, you know, a lot of people fed me from here and there. I ate at a lot of people's houses and. You know, just a lot of crazy stuff like that, and sleeping in my car to get to class the next day or at Riverside City College, taking bird baths. You know, uh, you know, just so I'll be first. By the time I get to class, I'll be the first guy in the bathroom. They open the bathrooms up. You know, um, just you know. And by the time I got out, and the reason why, I, like, I kind of like really had to do that too, because like um, uh, through the process of me going through foster home and group homes, my grandma and my mom and my mom ended up dying. Those are only two people I knew before I went to there. You know. Gotcha. Like, yeah, so when I, when, I, like when I left out, like, they was gone, you know what I mean? So I was like, damn, I don't have nobody else to go to, you know what I mean? And then my foster parents, I talked to them. I barely found my foster parents again um, for the first time, you know, and they they told me, like, why well, I didn't come back and all that stuff. I should have just came back, you know. I just barely found them again this year. It's, it's pretty crazy. They found me They found me over my XFL video. You know? Wow, so that, okay. Yeah, yeah so they, they said they've been looking, looking for me for a long time. You know, and my foster dad, he's in the hospital right now. He had a stroke. You oh, know, and he, 
Yeah, he, he can't feel his right side of his body, so they say he's going to be down for six months. Mm-hmm. But when he seen me in the hospital, he started crying. I seen the tears drop down his face. You tell you didn't want me to see him like that. That was my first time seeing him. You know, so it was crazy. Oh, well, that's beautiful. So yeah. you got to keep him. And yeah. that Brent, we're hoping he makes a speedy, speedy recovery as well. Yeah, I got two adopted sisters. Uh, mm-hmm. One got adopted in 1982. One got adopted in 1984. You know, I just found one of them this year. She lives in Las Vegas. Oh, I wow. never met. This is my first time ever in my life ever meeting her. You know, but we always knew we had brothers. We always knew we had sisters, but we never knew where they was at. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, so we find we found one of them. You know, and um, I'm still looking for another one. You know, so um, yeah, it's pretty. It's been pretty much just adversity that kind of like got me to where where I want to be at and wanting to get my family together. Want one of my family not to be dysfunctional anymore. You know? Of course, yeah, that makes perfect sense. You want to get things getting in order and. Try yeah. I always felt like somebody had to do it, you know. Somebody got, somebody got to do it. If I don't do it, ain't nobody gonna do it. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's wow, I can definitely thing. see why you use football the way to just take your mind off all those things at the same time. That's a lot. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people. I seen a lot of people die in the streets. I seen a lot of people. I seen people get shot. I seen it all. I seen it all. You know what I mean? So like, you know, I, like I already know what that side is like. You know what I mean? So. That's why I like. I already, I'm trying to see the other side, so that's what uh, that's that's what my focus is. I don't really focus on the negativity and all that other stuff. I'll be trying to show people it's a better way. We don't, we don't always have to live like this, and you know, and, uh, pretty much, you know, just some, somebody got to take that step, man, uh, to better everybody. Somebody got to be that sacrifice. It's like Nipsey had to do. Nipsey did it, mm-hmm. you know. You know, so and Nipsey's like one of my big role models too. Like he helped me get to college uh-huh. when I was, like when I told you when I was homeless. Yeah. Some stuff. I was listening to Nipsey back in 2009, 2010, walking to school, walking, getting on the RTA bus. You know what I mean? Listen, Nipsey, walking miles to get to school. You know what I mean? Or walking in the rain to get on the RTA bus. Like, cause I had, uh, when I was homeless again, so I had to go to a foster program called Inspire. Foster kids and stuff that transit that transition out. And, uh, you know, but I ended up getting kicked out of there for not getting a job in time because I was going to school full time. Uh, I was taking 16 units. You know, trying to, you know, just trying to focus on football, you know, because I really believed in myself. You know, I was believed in myself. Yeah. I believed in myself that I really could make it, you know what I mean? But they didn't believe in me like that. So they should be like, well, everybody else, like, you know, like, I, in the foster program, I had to pay rent, too, while I was there, you know? So everybody oh, everybody, wow. had, everybody, had to pay rent, $200 a month, you know? So um, uh, I should pay my rent, you know? And, you know, I was like, if you give me a rent, why does it matter, like, you know what I mean? If, like, if I'm giving you my, it shouldn't matter if it's my financial aid money that I'm giving you for rent or anything, you know what I mean? Like, she's, like, really pushing it. She's really, like, pushing the issue, like, you need to get a job and all sort of stuff. So, I'm looking for a job, and I'm, mind you, I'm just, I, just got, I just got out of football practice at 5 o'clock. Oh, I've wow. been at school, That's... I've been at school all day since. You're You cannot I've do anything a... after that. Yeah, I've been on the bus since 6.15, since the first come, 6.15 in the morning, 6.15 a.m. I first get on the bus, I be at school all day long to 5 p.m., you know what I mean? So when I get home, I be tired, and they're like, oh, you gotta go look for a job. You know, like, it was crazy. It was a lot of crazy dancing. But they just hit me up, actually, and she was like, I want you to come talk to the kids, and she just she kicked me out, you know, just kept my deposit, talked about it, paid my rent one month, and all that stuff. It's crazy, because I never do about that. And, mm-hmm. and usually a landlord will tell you that if you if you miss a rent, they're gonna tell you right then and there, like, you miss your rent, you don't know that. You know, but she waited till I left and then kept my deposit in. Now she just asked me to come speak to the kids at the program. And I told her, I'll come speak to the kids, but I'm going to tell them the truth, you know. Like, nobody nobody really believed in me like I believed in myself, you know what I mean? Like, I always believed in me. Like, 
when nobody did, you know. So that's why, like, that's kind of like what got me where I am now. Like, even though they were like, go get a job, don't play football no more. You know, football, what is football? Only 1% make it to the NFL. Uh, you need to go get a job like everybody else. You know, that's how they treated me, you know what I mean? So I'm the one that bleeded myself and I pursued my dreams. And I, and I left that place, left that place, gave that lady my $200, let her keep my deposit. I had a dollar in my pocket and I left my car and I slept in my car and I still went to school. I still stayed focused on what's going to school, you know. So it was like, it just, you know, it's all about how bad you want. Yeah, that perseverance and that drive is so key to getting to the next level and anything, even not even just sports, just just getting through life. So the fact yeah. that you have that instilled in you shows that you're going to be successful in whatever well, you do. Well, I don't know. Ain't nobody gonna come save me. My mom ain't gonna come save me. my mom. Did my grandma did my dad? I ain't seen him until ten years. You know, so like, it's mm-hmm. like ain't nobody can't nobody save me but me. And then the only way, only way I can save myself is making the right decisions, you know? So, like, that's very key. Like, I had to make the right decisions to, like, survive, like, you know? So, yeah. So, it's like, it's, so that's pretty much how I got on football. It's, it's football. is like, like life. It, it, football helps me with life. Like, stuff with football, it, like, actually apply it to my life every day. You know what I mean? So, it's like, it's crazy. Wow. I hear that. I completely like applaud you for getting to where you are now. That's just a lot. There's some people that can't deal with that. It it could end it very differently. I'm so happy, so proud of you. And I also heard that you played in the arena football league for a little bit as well, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh... So people who don't know um, the Arena Football League that well, can you tell us about like oh, as an arena player? Okay, the, yeah, the Arena Football League is, uh, you know, uh, it's a little bit different. It's not eleven man football, eight okay. man, it's eight man, and um, it's a faster game. Um, it's pretty much really built around like uh, wide receivers and DBs and stuff like that, but. Guys like myself and a couple other players, you know, we find a way to, uh, you know, make our make the best out of it and actually dominate the league. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's it's way faster than outdoors. Um, you know, the, the ball comes out of the quarterback's hand uh, like one second sometimes. It doesn't be three seconds like outdoors. Um, okay. Yeah, the rules are different. Uh, the linebacker can only the linebacker can't drop past the referee. Um, you know, or unless uh, or uh, illegal defense. Um, unless you're in the red zone, then you can drop back uh, 15 yards, something like that. Um, so it's like it's, it's like the rules. The rules is pretty much like the challenge, and uh, and um, I adjusted the game pretty fast. Um, every team I ever been on the arena, I had like an interception the first two weeks. The first week I was there, I had about two picks. First week, you know, so uh, I've been to uh, first time with the IFL, time with the IFL, ended up getting released from the Cedar Rapids for being, you know, I was coming, uh, coming fighting for a job, you know, I come from outdoors, so I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, it's like, it's like the NFL, I'm going to compete for a job, ain't nobody taking my job, so I drove from California straight to Iowa, 33 hours, 33 hours, got pulled over seven times, you know, so when I got here, I'm like, wow. I'm not playing no games, like, you know what I mean, like, I'm mm-hmm. serious, so when I get there, like, I'm coming, I, I was hand hunting, and I guess they didn't like it, I was so great, like, I was, I was, I was popping people you know so i you know i had to learn learn that side of it and um let this calm down a little bit and and um actually you know focus on the focus on the on the game and uh and um so i ended up going to georgia to the nal national arena league the first league was the ifl indoor football league and then mm-hmm. that, the second league was a, a national arena league and um you know i played for the georgia firebirds there um dominated against jacksonville jacksonville sharks um you know end up getting uh 
uh, end up, you know, they told me I made the team. They told me I made the team, and then, um, you know, two hours later, they told me I was released. You know, so it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty make sense. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But they, you know, they only won one one game that whole season that year. So like every team that ever like never picked me up, they lost. I promise you. Mm. And every That's team that ever picked me, and every team that ever picked me up won. Every team that ever picked like even K Fair, we went to the second round in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like the coach even said, like Ben Spicer, you if you didn't bring your energy, I don't know what we would have did. Like you know, it's like that seriousness that you know you, you can still have fun, but you got to be serious too at the same time. Like you gotta be, you gotta be like have a goal. You gotta set yourself a goal. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not just out there with no goal. Like I have a goal, what I'm doing on the field and why I'm doing that. You know what I mean? Like and it's bigger than just what I'm doing on the field. You know what I mean? What I'm doing, it might be for out the field. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's pretty crazy. Georgia Firebirds, Dominic Jacksonville Sharks. Made, uh, Coach called me, told me I made the team. Uh, but I, I, I guess they have, you know, it's, it's politics in the arena too. I just say that. And, uh, mm, I didn't know, okay. about, I didn't know, I didn't know about the politics, you know. So, you know, and and you know, it's just, it just it didn't, it didn't go my way. So I wasn't tripping. You know, I went back all the way back to California from Georgia. You know, chill with my daughter, and then boom, you know, you know, K. Fear ended up hitting me up. You know, Coach Coach Gunnings like uh, Spicer hit me up on Facebook like Spicer. This is when I felt I felt one like I could feel people energy too. I okay. felt wanted. I was like, okay. I was like, uh, uh, he was like Spicer. Yeah, man, I really like what I see. Um, man, we want you to come, we want you to play for us, you know what I mean, and, um, I'm like, man, like, you know, only certain coaches do this type of stuff, it might be if Coach Winston Moss, like, from, um, XFL, Los Angeles Wildcats, he like him too, and Coach Anthony Lynn, like, there's certain coaches like that that see talent, you know, they see potential, even if you don't got talent, they see the potential in you to make you great, you know what I mean, and, um, and that's what they seen in me, you know, um, you know, Coach Gunnings, you know, got me out there. You know, I got out there, and then my first week there, I got two interceptions to the crib. And then, um, you know, they was like, this, this, you know, and they said, they said, they, they said, as soon as they seen me, they knew I was a guy. As soon as they seen me, get up, you know, come from the airport, they knew I was a guy, you know what I mean? And that's the type of stuff I like to be around. I don't like to be around people, coaches that question me, oh, can you get to the quarterback? Can I get there? When the dudes they got can't get there. You know what I mean? So it's like it's pretty crazy, man. It's just it's just a love it's a love game. You gotta feel you gotta feel you gotta feel your coach and stuff like that too. Like like me, I feel my coach. I put my body on the line for my coach. You know, I didn't come out. I don't think I came. I don't think I set out one game that season. Play every game, no matter how hurt I was. You know what I mean? And in one game, I had sixteen tackles. You know? Wow. Yeah. yeah. You pushed yourself. Yeah. yeah, sixteen tackles. We still lost, but I still dominated the game. I still gave my all. You know, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. The coach thanked me for coming out and um, bringing my energy to the team. He said my energy are very contagious and it helped the team get to the second round of the playoffs. You know, and you know, and that's what I do. My my energy very contagious and I and I like to win. I like to win more than I like losing. I mean, I like to yeah, you know what I mean. But I, I hate losing more than I like winning. I just say that I hate losing more than I like winning. So I mm-hmm. I like really be striving to win, and um, you know that's that'd be my main focus. You know, very competitive. Very, 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 very competitive, and I'm very persistent. So when I'm competitive, I'm not I'm never gonna quit. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the one that has to come out on top when I'm competing. So yeah, that's how that is. And arena, oh yeah, and after Cape Fear, I dominated after Cape Fear. Um, uh, ended up getting 147 tackles. I racked up 147 tackles. Um, and uh, you know, I led the whole league in tackles. I had more tackles than every single person in the whole entire league. You know, I started kickoff every game. Got on, started linebacker. Started Mac linebacker, started Jack linebacker, or I started DN or nose guard or wherever they wanted to put me. You know, I dominated every single position they put me in. You know, because that's how hungry I was. I didn't, I didn't care where I played at. You know, I just wanted to be on the field and, uh, you know, and help out wherever I could help out. And um, if another, if another guy wasn't doing a the job, then coach would put me down there and do the job for him. You know, so it, it was, it was pretty crazy. And then after that, I ended up working out for the Cleveland Browns. 
after my arena season, um, I worked out with Alon- Alonzo Highsmith. Uh, you know, that went well. I'm on a linebacker list right now. And um, I just talked to him a few weeks ago again, you know, and then I ended up having to work out with the L.A. Chargers after that, you know, and, um, uh, you know, that went well. I'm on a linebacker list for Chargers. I get a call any day, talk to mm-hmm. the coach every single week, you know, stay, keep it updated, you know, so that's that's where that can, that can really happen, you know. That can happen any day, any minute, every second, every hour, you know, in the, in the XFL. I had my workout in the XFL at the Long Beach Memorial Stadium, you know, and I did well there. You know, I'm in the draft for the XFL. Mm-hmm. And um, How was the showcase? Like, when, uh, what was the showcase, like, like, was it similar to, like, the NFL Combine or combine so, it, definitely, okay. it definitely wasn't no um it was a it was an evaluation like they're evaluating you like you know and seeing what you know and all this stuff and um it was all combine drills there like when i'm working on the target when i had my workout the chargers it was no combine drills it's strictly linebacker drills get you your drills all right can you open your hips up can you find the ball can you scoop the score can you uh you know what i mean like change direction um there's a lot of different like seeing if you was an athlete with the chargers and Seeing if you're ready to ball right now, type thing. You know what I mean? Like, like that's that's what they're looking for. You know what I mean? So, and I guess I'm, I did good. You know, so I made I made the linebacker list. So yeah, that's very good. Yeah, that's so you know, day. yeah, a lot a lot of people didn't even make that list. So you know, just like Coach said, you didn't come here for no reason. You know, so God brought you here for a reason. So yep. Yeah, so you know that that will that will re- real well. You know, and um, I talk to the coach every week. You know, I have my workout the XFL. He talks to the XFL too. Okay. About me, you know. So it's it's some something's gonna pop real big. You know, whenever it does pop, it's gonna be real pretty big. And uh, you know, but he told me he talked to he talked to the coaches after my showcase workout. So you know, he said I got good uh, good change of direction, uh, good uh, first steps and stuff like that, and uh, told me what I need to work on and all this other stuff. You know, but we talk, talk every week. He about to send me some gear too, so. Uh-huh. Okay, that's always a good sign. <laughs> yeah, so it's been so a good So you would say that the you know, Arena Football League pretty much gave you all this access to the NFL and. The oh NFL. yeah, yeah, most mm-hmm. definitely, most definitely. If you go to the Arena League and you don't, and you don't dominate something wrong, you trip, you there for the wrong reason. You know, I use I like me. I didn't just go to the Arena League like me. I talked to the target coach already before I went. You know, like, I didn't just go to Arena League and, I, and just go there like I'm just a zombie or something. You know, I, I went there with a purpose. Like, all right, coach, if I go to Arena League and I get first team all league, would you give me a shot? He said, yeah. So when Coach Guns hit me up, I said, okay, boom, this is my opportunity. You know, so I went there and I'm not playing no games. I'm telling you, I swear to you guys, all my teammates, I don't, I'm serious. And I'm, and I don't come from California, North Carolina for no reason to just to play for fun. I'm not doing that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like. I don't like, man. I got, I got, I got stuff to prove to the world and, and a lot of people to help, you know. So, yeah, arena, arena definitely opened up that gateway though, definitely. Because the Seahawks told me to get arena film, Cowboys told me to get arena film, the mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers told me to get arena film, you know. So, and then not only that, they they want to be like, oh, if you like, you gotta look like a man amongst boys. That's what they told me. You have to look like a man amongst boys. That's the only way they're gonna get the shot. Gotcha. Yeah, so you, you have to, you got to find a way to separate yourself from all the other players. You know, just like me, I, I led the whole league in tackles. I, not too not, not too many people can say they led a whole league in tackles. You know, so no, you're right. Not very, not very. That list is very short. That they can say that. Yeah, so you know, I came in with like I said, I came in with uh, a chip on my shoulder and knowing what I was going to do. I'm coming in knowing I'm going to get the most tackles in the league. I came in already had that already had that in my mind already. Good. 
You know, you know, I didn't tell nobody. I didn't tell not one person. When I got there, I didn't come. And go, oh, I'm gonna get the most tackles this league and um, this year. I didn't say that. To, I didn't say that to not one person. I just did it. I just had it in my mind like, every day. Like, you know what you came to do. You know what you're here for. You know, you know what I mean. Like, it's like that. And that's all we gonna make. You gotta be persistent. You gotta be a dog when you're persistent. Like, and you can't take no. And you can't like you know. I heard no plenty of times. I heard no. I heard oh when I was 23. Oh, you should hang him up. I'm 28 now. I just had a try with the LA Chargers. If I would have hung him up when I was 23, I would never made it to, uh, to the Chargers when I was 28. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's pretty it's, it's pretty crazy, man. The, the grind and the journey and the blood, sweat, tears and the failures and the not doing stuff not going your way. And then still stand with it, still stand persistent. Like I'm not quitting. Like you know, I don't care if I just got kicked off the premises or I don't care if I just you know I'm still gonna make it. I'm, I'm still gonna find a way to make it no matter what. And that's how you make it. You're right. Ain't no other way. Ain't no other way. Uh, can, you, can you help me do this? Can you do this? No, that's not, that's not going to work. Only way it's going to work is that, you know, you got money or, you know, you really know somebody they grew up with you or, you know what I mean? Or they, or they really like, you know, or they can really can relate to you or something like that. But nine times out of ten, it's gonna, it's, it's, ain't nothing going to be handed to you. You know, you're going to have to work for it. And, um, and it's going to be hard as hell. And like, and, um, like me, it took me three years to get to work out with the Chargers. I've been talking to Coach Lane for three years straight. You know, so that's that's persistence right there. Yep. Staying staying on him every week, and when I'm when someone I'm talking to him, I'm giving him good content to look at. Like I'm not sending him no BS. I'm sending him honors. I'm sending him, oh coach, look, I just made 16 tackles this week, coach. Hey coach, look, and showing him proof of that. Not just talking like, oh I'm good. I'm, I'm the best this. I'm the best that. You know, because I don't care about what I did in my past. It's about what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? So I got I got a lot to prove to the world still. So that's what I'm on right now. I'm on a mission right now still, and. You know, I'm going to pursue the happiness. And we are 100% rooting for you through this whole pursuit that you're going through because it's such a beautiful story. And the XFL actually has been spreading your story. How do you feel about that? Man, I think that's major love, man. Like, the XFL, they show me love at the, um, at the showcase, you know. Uh, They've they been showing me love. Like, man, I, you know, like, I talked to the kids at the showcase, too. I spoke to some kids at the showcase from the uh, Snoop League, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, for Snoop Dogg's league, I talked. I spoke to some kids. You know, I gave them some motivation. Told them, you know, I told them like, you know, if you're trying to get here, what you got to do, and if you, you know, if you mess up, what happens? You know, because I already messed up before. You know, I already, you already did all that. You know, so I, I teach the kids right and wrong because I've been on both sides of the fence. Yeah. You know? So I can, I can, I, I, I can relate to the kids, and they can relate to me. So a lot of kids click with me, no matter where from in North Carolina, Texas. Iowa, Detroit, California, the kids click with me. Like, dang, man. Kids coming to me all the time. Like, dang, man. I'm, like, I'm glad you really talked. I'm glad you came to share your story, man. It's like, um, come on. Uh, like, I didn't know what to do. Like, one little kid told me, like, I was about to kill myself last week. You know, or or I was, I was planning on killing myself. You know, little kids come tell me little crazy stuff like that all the time. Or, or yeah, my, my dad left me in the hospital. Or my mom left me in the hospital. I was born. Or, you know, just crazy stories. Like, you'll be crazy. And it's crazy how my story, like, like motivates them to keep pushing in life. And they be like, oh, you're my big brother now. They just start calling me big brother and stuff like that. And, oh. you know, it's just like, that's what makes me feel good. That's what, that's what I do. I feel, like, I feel like a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned you have been doing motivational speeches and everything. Um, can, do you like to tell us a little bit more about that? Like, I know you say you talk to kids. You also talk to, like, yeah, I spoke to over 20, 25,000 kids already. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I spoke to a lot of kids already and um, trained kids. Did my own camp. Did uh, with the Oath. Uh, yes. Uh, I really wanted to spice it up camp. Yeah, my spice it up skills camp was a three-day, eight-hour camp. 
Um, we took the kids away from the parents for eight hours, you know, to give mm-hmm. the parents a break. You know, it's like a like kind of like an after school program kind of, but it was early started in the morning. You know, so the parents could get to take care of all their business. So you know, while the kids are at home, hanging around the house, we just took the kids off their off their shoulders. You know, and um, for the eight, for eight hours, we um did football drills, we did uh, uh combine drills, we did seven on seven, we did one on ones, we did um we did tug of war, we did kickball, we did we took the kids to the field trip to the water park. You know, uh, Marina Valley, California, uh, nutrition uh, came and helped out, fed the kids. Um, you know, we fed the kids breakfast and lunch, and, I, and the kids left around four thirty, so the parents fed them dinner. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty pretty uh, legit, and the kids see a lot of benefits, and the parents see a lot of benefits from the kids. You know, being there, and um, they want me to do it again. They're asking every week, like, when y'all gonna do another camp? And you know, so there's gonna be another one coming up real soon. You know. Yeah, so. How many years have you been doing this, um, the Spice Lip this, this, this was my first annual. Okay. Yeah. So, it was my first one, and, and it went pretty well. I had about 50, 50, 50 kids. The 50 kids, you know, so. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty legit, and, you know, you know, being like their big brothers and stuff like that, and, you know, actually mentoring them, too, on top of that while they're there, you know, and, you know. Yeah, that's very getting, getting, getting them, we're getting them focused. Like, right now, we're getting them focused on what college they want to go to right now. Like get them to look at that and let that be their focus so they can have somewhere to pinpoint in life. You know, have something to look at. A lot of people know what they want to be in life. You can mm-hmm. ask them, like, what do you want to be? And they'll be like, I don't know. You know, so that's what we kind of, that's what I try to get the kids. Like, all right, get somewhere, you, you know, where you, can, where you can, you know, where you shoot. You got something to shoot at, you know? You know, so that's what I do. I uh, bring the best out in the kids and, um, I bring out what's already in them that they don't know what's in them. That's what I did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's pretty legit, man. And um, I train the kids every week, you know, every, you know, much as I can. Um, they don't got a game this week, but next week they got a game in Arizona. The league want me to go down on the team because they said I, I hype all the kids up and all this other stuff. So I'm going to go down there with the team and um, go hype the kids up in Arizona next weekend. Is this the Pop Warner team, like that's traveling? Or? Yeah, basically it's Pop Warner, but it's not called Pop Warner. Uh, it's called NLAA Bears, and uh, it's in Marina Valley, based in Marina Valley, California. But it's it's youth football, and um, oh. it's basically it's different from Pop Warner because Pop Warner has a weight limit. This doesn't have a weight limit. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, more so you don't, Yeah, so you don't have to go. Uh, your kid doesn't have to wear a plastic bag and go swim. To, uh, oh, that's play. horrible. I had to do that in Pop Warner before when I was playing. I had to wear a wow. plastic bag and lose weight just to play. So, yeah, I know what that's like. Yeah. Wow, I'm lost for words. That's terrible to ever say, say to a child or make a child do. So um, mm. I'm really happy that there's a, there's a place like um, the um, MLMA um, League, Youth Football League that can include all kids and let all kids play. Cause all exactly. Kids play. Exactly. That's the whole thing, and I'm trying. And I, I can't wait till Pop Warner do it because Pop Warner is the first thing out. You know, they can't be like being like a dying breed right now. You know, and that's why I want to. I'm about to go uh, try to get with Pop Warner too, and go try to speak with them people too, and see if we could like, I don't know, maybe we can try to take over that or whatever. You know, because like whatever team I sign with, XFL, NFL, whatever, I'm gonna make a big impact. Whatever I do in the community, and it's gonna be straight targeted towards the kids, and you know. Like Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard's from where I'm from. He's from the same city, Moreno Valley. He went to school with my big brother. You know, they oh, all wow. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard. And, uh, you know, and he just gave back a million backpacks out here. 
you know, so it's all
I'm definitely going to keep an eye on the story, an eye on you, just to make sure that things keep going positive for you. I just, I just want to say, um, is there anything else you want to let, uh, let our viewers know or anything? You have a dream? Pursue it. You know, ain't no excuses. Like, when you going to do it? You going to do it tomorrow? You say you going to do it tomorrow, you ain't never going to do it. You got to do it right now, you know, and even if you don't feel like doing it. You know, you got to stay with it, even if it takes 10 years, you know? Mm -hmm. like, like, I first went to junior college in 2010, you know? So, like, look at me now, like, <laughs> I can be called by the charges any day. Yep. So, so that's how that is. Well, Jeremiah, yeah. thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy day to just have a conversation with me. Because ain't nobody yep. else serious like me. Ain't nobody serious like me. Like, like, even when I be doing these interviews, people be like, people be talking uh, talk on interviews, they come talking to me because they don't think it's nothing important for their life. You know, so it's, it's crazy, man. I'm the serious one, though. No, I'm that Nipsey Hussle out the bunch. Gotcha. <laughs> for real. It. I love it. But thank you for having me on your show, though. I'm, you know, it's an honor, you know, to share my story and being a, being able to inspire other people. You know, that's what makes me feel good. And hopefully it touch somebody and um, get somebody to taste their dream a little bit harder, you know, even if they feel like giving up or, yeah, or, or you know, you know, like a lot of guys give up after they get cut. You know, they go work regular jobs and like, oh, I got cut or, uh, me, I don't cut. I don't, I don't. I don't quit when I get cut. You know, I'm coming yeah. back stronger. You know, so that's that's how it is, man. That's only that's the only reason why the strong survive. You know, yeah, very right. The ones right. that don't quit, but you'll see me out here. You'll see me out here, whether whether it's the XFL or the NFL, whatever. You know, I'm happy with both. I want to get drafted. I always want to get drafted to the XFL. And, 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 you know, even to the NFL, I always want to get drafted. Period. And, and and if this is a time for me to get drafted, then I'm gonna take it. Yeah, and I think you should. I think yeah. you just want whatever opportunity is best for you that comes your way and continue to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, you know, um, yeah. And when you hear it, we can't wait to hear it. And just keep spreading your story. Yeah. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you so much, Jeremiah. Thank y'all for the love, today. for real. Oh, of course. <laughs> I, need, I need it all. I need all the love. Girl, keep standing it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, take care. All right, you too. Thank you for tuning in for my interview with Jeremiah Spicer. This is Venora Lewis, also known as Nora Natish. Please check out my segment, The V Report, for more sports news and upcoming interviews.